From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au In this episode, first-time councillor and Deputy Mayor Marnie Doyle talks about the differences between what she imagined the job would be like versus reality. And just like life, there was no rehearsal. It was in at the deep end after being sworn in last April. We also talk Ipswich CBD and her role as committee chair overseeing the current development, including a brief look into the past. It's Monday, August 10, 2020, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Prior to being elected, Marnie Doyle was a banking and finance lawyer for about 25 years. A successful campaign in March 2020 has seen a huge change of pace and responsibilities, along with being in the public spotlight. Thanks for joining Ipswich today, Marnie Doyle. Good morning, Alan. Thank you for having me. What was your motivation to run for council? Oh, look, I I think one of the reasons was something that I probably share with nearly all residents in in Ipswich, and we were fed up with the way things um, were were going or perhaps not going um, around around our beautiful city. The uh, lack of governance and, and structure within council, I come from a very strict sort of regulatory governance background, uh, so I could see, you know, opportunities where I could make a difference. Uh, I had, I've been doing banking and finance for nearly 25 years. So I was, you know, looking to do something a little different. I really um, am passionate about uh, children, children's rights and child safety. But I <clears throat> didn't really um, want to go off and get another formal qualification in that uh, genre sort of at this, age, at this stage of my life you know, just see me move into that type of career. So then the opportunity of council came up, which was a great way, I thought, to work um, within the community. You campaigned on the basis of restoring the city's reputation. You've mentioned good governance, community safety. How do you rate your performance so far? Look, um, I, I, I can't take credit for, for everything, you know, that our mayor has uh, achieved so much in her first 100 days. So, um, But we are all very on board and supportive of the Transparency Hub. Um, opening up the books to residents so they can see that how money is being spent I think is um, a big part of restoring credibility and, and integrity. I've also been appointed to the um, internal audit committee. So it's a committee that's made up predominantly of external members. So I was delighted to be appointed to that. Tell me about your biggest surprises. What I'm getting at is what you thought it would be like to be a councillor to what it's really like. Oh dear, uh, I, I guess the um, amount of formalities and, and administration, there's certainly a, a lot of that and I find that to be a little distracting from my um, work with residents, but that's I guess largely driven by the fact that I haven't come from government, so that's taken a little getting used to, working um, my way um, around local government and, and navigating the way to try and affect change relatively quickly for residents, that doesn't always come easily. 
Ipswich now has two councillors per division. It's early days, but how do you think this new arrangement is working, firstly for the councillors and secondly for the residents? I guess from the councillor's point of view, I, I see um, mostly it's it's working well and I think that is largely because of the sheer size of the divisions. Uh, they are enormous and it does take the two of you to work your, your way through. Um, you know, councillor Andrew Fetner and I have 22 suburbs to look after. Uh, we're very fortunate. We have a great um, close, you know, working relationship. So we we work together um, closely um throughout the division. And, and that's, you know, same for, for most of, of the councillors as well. Well, Ipswich isn't the first council in Australia or the world to have multi-councillor divisions. I guess it was just a bit strange hearing that that was going to be the way it would go. And it's good to hear that it's it's working well. Let's talk about the first council meeting nerves, not just, not just for yourself, but generally around the table. And being elected deputy mayor, what was going through your mind at this somewhat historic meeting? Oh, gee, that that first meeting um, was very um, nerve wracking, you know, for a number of reasons. The, like I said, the the formalities of, you know, as a lawyer and working in a large public company, I've participated in you know numerous meetings, but the the formalities involved, you know, in in local government um, wasn't something I was um, completely across. So I had the nerves of, you know, making sure. It's, um, you know, adhering to the the, the meeting procedures. Uh, yes, the the big item on the agenda was the uh, deputy role, and it was something I was really um, passionate about and, and keen to do. So I was concerned whether or not I would have the numbers. Yeah, I, I, I did. I did get up, and it was lovely that I had the support. I think of almost all councillors. Another first for this new council, at least in recent times, is to share the role of deputy mayor during this four year term with a change every 12 months. Do you foresee any negatives in this approach? Look, we, we had a good discussion about this as councillors and, you know, the, the downside we see is that just as somebody starts to um, really sink their teeth into the role and, and, and learning the ropes, um, it will be passed on to, to somebody else. Uh, but, you know, the, the positives are that everyone will, will have a, a turn, if you like, um, in working alongside the mayor and, and just building up that skill set. So it is a position that is, I guess, elected by the, the councillors. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see in 12 months' time who, well, it's less than that, nine months' time, um, who's interested in taking on the next leg. Well, now to the big issue, Marnie Doyle, the ongoing redevelopment of Ipswich CBD centred on Nicholas Street. Firstly, do you think the majority of residents understand the complete history and the enormous complexity of the issues around this redevelopment? Uh, no and, and no, <laughs> and, and no disrespect to, to residents. You know, there, there are still a lot of people who don't uh, truly believe that it is happening, so um, I've um, had a big push out there on my social media to get the photos out and 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 try and um, pick up momentum amongst residents. Um, you know, excitement and anticipation and engage and and you know, this last twelve months of the journey will be critical for us to get everyone on board because it's a space that needs to be activated. By that, um, we mean it's it's not a retail shopping mall. There will be um, lots of civic spaces where there will be entertainment. Um, people can gather, there's, you know, a water play area for children, 
and yeah, it, it, it needs to be activated, which means it needs to be embraced and supported by residents, and, and we hope to attract tourists. We'll talk about that uh, more in a moment, but I'd like to go back to the beginning, what I call the beginning, and that was the Icon Tower on the corner of oh. Brisbane and Bell Streets. That was actually the first part of the redevelopment after Council purchased Ipswich City Square, for better or for worse, and then things seemed to go into quicksand. Without dwelling too much on this, now you've seen the books, what were the issues or the top issues causing the delays after ICON was completed? Uh, I, my view is lack of focus. Um, coming from an institutional banking background, uh, we worked with large corporates, mainly public companies and other institutions who participate in large developments or you know, uh, mergers and acquisitions. And, and when you play in that space, you are... You engage experts, specialists, and we were very much lacking that. You know, the, the project management skills just weren't there, I guess, from within council. Uh, the focus wasn't there by the board directors. Um, there was no real understanding, I think, of what the ultimate um, goal was. Um, for instance, we have a leasing strategist on board, James Hepburn. James is from the UK and comes with a wealth of knowledge around shopping centres, you know, how they perform, when you should open them, what what type of tenancy mix you really need to make it a success. And these are all really bespoke, um, I guess, knowledge and, and skills that you need to have to make a project like this successful. And it was just missing, I think. And it became too big for them and they were floundering. Was it a case of expert opinions being ignored? Uh, yes, um, I believe so. I really don't like to focus on, on the past, you know, I, I truly believe we need to move forward, but, you know, it would be absolutely the truth to say they um, they just weren't um, focused on, on what they were doing uh, or what they should have been doing. They were focused on other things and they certainly weren't listening to their expert advisors. The last Ipswich Central Redevelopment Committee provided a detailed update on all projects. There'll be a staged opening of various elements when completed. So what will open before Christmas? So we will see our uh, library, the main library, open, as well as the civic spaces at the uh, end of Nicholas Street. So the the area that was formerly the big Woolworth building, um, which is now being demolished, and we have large open spaces there, um, and there's a water play area. That's the space that I, I say needs to be activated. There's a couple of stages. We will have entertainment, um, a place that families can come to and, and hang out. We also will have our, our brand new amazing library open. Well, libraries are the number one customer service facing element of council. The numbers are quite staggering for the Ipswich Central Library, and that'll relocate to them all. Yes, that's right. I was also uh, astounded by, by the figures. You know, we attract hundreds of thousands of people to our library and it is held in high regard amongst, you know, avid readers and, and families in southeast Queensland. So hopefully that will be our main draw card to get residents and um, tourists down our newly, you know, developed Nicholas Street. The Commonwealth Hotel is looking a little forlorn there uh, in Union Place. But it does have a, a bright future, despite its $6 million budgeted cost of restoration. I'm guessing there just wasn't an option politically to demolish it. How is this part of the project going? 
So um, we've just been through a tender process and a contractor uh, has been successful. So really looking forward to that part of the project starting soon. Uh, for anyone that's been following uh, the the life of, of the Commonwealth Hotel, the building was largely dismantled and it has been stored off-site. Off uh, there was some major cracking in the building. So obviously a decision had to be made by the predecessors, you know, whether or not it would, would be saved or should be demolished. But I think it was largely, to keep the building was largely driven by the fact that we've just lost so many beautiful old buildings in Ipswich um, that this one just had to be saved. Council also voted to establish a committee to support your committee at the last round. What? Why is this needed? I guess this will focus more on the operational side of things as, as well as the retail leasing side um, of, of the, the business. Um, it is headed by James Hepburn. I mentioned him earlier. He comes from the UK with um, amazing experience um, in project management and, and retail leasing. Uh, he's been working on some large uh, shopping centres around southeast Queensland and he will also, he's been engaged by the state government regarding the Cross River Rail project. So I'm just delighted we have somebody of his calibre on board helping council officers steer the ship. The city centre has had a number of marketing names since the Reeds fire in 85. Uh, currently, Nicholas Street, Ipswich Central is being used during this redevelopment. Now, there's talk of another name change. Who, who is driving this and why do you think it needs a name change? I guess because we're getting to the pointy end of business where, you know, our civic space and, and the library will, will open soon, um, we absolutely have to get everything um, formally named. We're, we're going through our wayfinding and our signage at the moment. So I guess council officers just, be, because this has been a long, drawn-out project with so many um, people involved uh, and there has been community engagement along the way, but it is a bit, a bit fragmented. We just really wanted to bring everything together put the existing names out to the public and say, look, this is what's being used. Do you have any other ideas? Uh, a big piece of community consultation over the last few de- um, within the last few years related to naming of the civic space and there was um, indig- uh, consultation with our Indigenous groups. So the name Tolma has has been touted as, you know, potentially the, the name of the civic space, Tolma Place, and that in Indigenous language um, means Ipswich, meeting place. Apart from your CBD commitments, what are residents telling you more broadly about issues of concern in your division? Oh, that's, that's, that's easy, Alan. It's, it's rates, it's, it's rubbish and it's, it's roads. I guess a desire for more footpaths. Everyone um, wants, you know, carbon channelling and footpaths and I completely understand that. But unfortunately, we don't have the money um, within our capital works budget to do that for all suburbs straight away. So it's just working through the various suburbs and making sure that they are prioritised correctly, particularly where, you know, there's periods, uh, sorry, patches that are quite unsafe. Yeah, and, and rubbish. You know, every, it's great to see our residents so invested in, in recycling and, um, you know, looking to help do better for our community by doing the right thing. Ipswich Deputy Mayor Marnie Doyle, thank you so much for your time and thank you for talking with Ipswich today. Thank you for having me, Alan. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. You can subscribe for free and share this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich today from your smart speaker.
Suggestions are welcome for future interviews and topics. Just go to the Ipswich Today website or Facebook page and leave a message. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.